Hi, friend. You are listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, a podcast created especially for someone who's not sure about relationship with Jesus Christ. My name is Janelle Wood, and while I have a background in counseling and ministry with women, the truth is I've been through my own seasons of questioning my faith. So if you've ever struggled with not being sure where you belong, or you felt like you were faking faith, or maybe a friend just shared this episode with you and you are feeling a little wounded or skeptical of all things God-related right now, welcome. This podcast is just for you. Finding Something Real is about a journey towards restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. My passion is Jesus Christ, and for me now, After having been through some real ups and downs on my own faith journey, I believe Christ is the hope and the answer to this world more than ever. But don't take my word for it. Listen to my friends as they share their own grace-filled journeys with you. My prayer is that if you haven't already, you'll find something real too. Welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast, friends. This is your host, Janelle Wood. And I am so excited. We're here in the month of November. And so far this season on the Finding Something Real podcast, we've been talking with different young women with different stories, Um, just really, really loving the format here. And today I'm sitting across the table from somebody that I'm really excited to introduce to you. Um, I'm just double checking the sound here because I'm not used to using this format in person. Um, But anyway, she's uh, just a delight. I have the incredible opportunity to be her IEC, which means her International Exchange Coordinator, um, which is a fancy term for somebody that reaches out to her at least once a month and checks in and makes sure (laughs) that she's doing okay. Um, She's with a family that I love and that they both have been on this podcast before, Kristen and Chris DeGrossier. Um, shout out to you uh, who are hosting her this year. So I know she's in good hands. But um, yeah, I've really enjoyed getting to know this young woman this year. And I'm looking forward to a few more months of getting to do that. As we're recording this, um, it's early on in 2022. And there's still a lot of months ahead of us this year. Um, and about five more months that I get to uh, get to know this young woman. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my friend um, and student, uh, Zoe Passant. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I'm going to have you get a little closer to the mic so I can hear you a little bit better. So you want to get real close, like this far apart? Yeah. Um, so did I pronounce your name right? It's Pisson. Pisson. Did I pronounce your first name right? Zoe, but when you first came, it sounded a little different. Um, no, my name was the same as the beginning. I just learned to pronounce it the American way when I introduce myself to people because most of the time they can't say my real name, so <laughs> I just pronounce it English. How, how does it sound in French? Zoe. Zoe. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. So it's more like the ooh sound, not o sound. It's a O, but it's a E, like cafe. Cafe. Yeah, it's the same E. Zoe, Zoe. Yeah? Zoe. So it's got U, but not so much U, like uh. Mm-hmm. Zoe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably never get that. <laughs> Which That's is why fine. you settled on Zoe. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How have you been enjoying this? We've been here, what, six months almost? Yeah, almost six. Wow. Mm. Yeah, what's it been like? It's been very good. Um, I really enjoy it. It's like amazing. And um, I don't want to think about the time that I still have here because yeah. I want to like enjoy every single day. And um, yeah, people are really nice with me and school I never wanted to go in school. And now every morning I'm like, yeah, I'm going to school. That's so cool. Really? Yeah, I enjoy going to school. Now, what kind of classes are you taking at school? Um, so I have um, creative writing, um, food and nutrition, which is one of the best because we can eat <laughs> at like 10 in the morning. Arts, um, psychology and fitness. Okay, so you get to have all fun classes mostly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. And then do you still have another year when you go home? Yep. Okay. And where is home for you? Where is home? Yeah, where are you from? I'm from France, um, from a town called Macon. Okay. And for those of us who've never been to a small town um, in France, how far away from Paris are you? It's almost uh, four hours, like in the middle of France. Okay. And I remember going to, driving through France when we were on our way to Paris, and there were all of these older, like, towns slash villages, like, mm-hmm. with older buildings and whitewashed walls and, like, the countryside, like you see in the movies, is that kind of like a town like where you're from or is it more modern than that? Um, so um, like the center of the town is modern, but the um, around is more like that. Okay. Like you can find, yeah, flowers and old walls. Oh my goodness. So do you like being here in America yeah. where everything's new? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. So what are the biggest cultural differences that you've noticed since being here? Um, maybe like how you act with people um, because they say hi when they see you like walking. They're just polite and nice and it's different because mm-hmm. <laughs> back home when I say hi to someone when I'm just walking, sometimes they just don't even look at me and like, I don't know her. Why is she saying hi to me <laughs> and look at me weird? So I just don't have small talks and mm-hmm. everything like that. So here people are a little more friendly up front. Yeah. Yeah. And you live with a very friendly person. I mean, Kristen is probably yeah. the friendliest person I know. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so you're probably getting to know a lot of people in part because of her. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, like, what's the food that you miss back home? Um, I missed um, good quiche. Quiche. Yeah, and some uh, some of my grandma's dishes mm. that you can find the same here, but it's not the way she makes it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's different. Mm. Are you making any of that for your host family? or No, because I don't know see over here. <laughs> how to make it. <laughs> And then back home, uh, tell me about your family structure. 
So I live with my mom and dad, and I have a younger sister. She's 13. And um, I have a cat. A cat? A, yeah, and a rabbit. And a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live in a pretty house with a pool, uh, not close, not too close to the town, so I don't have, like, close neighbor. And mm-hmm. I have a garden, so I can play and going outside in nice. the summer. It's pretty quiet but in summer you can hear planes and mm. it's 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 cool like you just hit your breakfast outside and there's a plane coming mm. so do you miss being home are you excited to go home when this is over i'm exciting to uh find like going back and have like my own room and all the things that i used to have um but um, I enjoy the time that I still have here. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have your own room here, but it's different when all your stuff is at home and all those things. Yeah. Um, what has been, I know you said that it's been enjoyable for you to enjoy school and that's been different, but what has been the most surprising thing about your exchange here this year? The most surprising thing? Um, I feel um like everything is different and the thing that i surprised me is i have to adapt myself to like everything even cross a road is different here mm. you like everything is different food going to the store um yeah eat with people small dogs school teachers mm-hmm. so i feel like it's all it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, I know you, um, you come from a very different background. You just shared that. And then Chris and Kristen have both been on this podcast before, um, talking about their Christian faith. They're that's obviously very important to them. They're very involved in a lot of different Christian activities and, um, You know, they're very passionate about that in the way that they interact with people. So what has that been like? Because I'm assuming, now just share with whoever is listening, what is your religious background? So I don't have a religious background. I'm not baptized. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents are, but it's more by traditions than really religions. Not baptized. Is that pretty common that people are baptized early on, like in Catholic church or... Uh, yeah. Okay. Like most of my friends are, but they like not going to the church or don't believe it. It's okay. like because their family was, they do that. Okay. Yeah. So your parents chose not to baptize you or your sister? No. So were you raised with any, like, would you go to church at Christmas time or anything like that? No. No. The only time I went to church is to visit when we go like in Spain or in other villages in France because a church are really pretty. It's like old building with colored windows and you can just come and visit them. So mm. yeah, that's the only time I went to church. Do you have any Christian friends back home? Um, I assume so, but they don't talk about it. Okay. And um, let me see. Did you ever talk about God at home with your parents or with anybody? Um, yeah, because so, um, in school, 
uh, in the history program we talk about um, religions and all how it comes like the beginning of religions and like places in the world where it comes so we talked about it I asked questions but I don't really know like it's just like basic questions mm -hmm. like why people believe that there is a god or why we don't mm -hmm. but not very like deep questions do you know whether your parents believe in god or not no they don't believe it they don't and did they ever tell you why no um i think so my mom did some church services but my dad didn't and i feel like for my mom it was a very bad experience because um maybe no one explained her why and so she didn't really understand and she was young and so that don't very make sense for her so that's probably why mm. before coming here did you ever have like that existential like why are we here who is god i want to know like that kind of thing was that ever on your radar or was it kind of the opposite like well that's just something that some people believe no i i'm asking some question in my life because i'm very interested by other story and uh, i feel like every religion is interesting mm -hmm. and i have a lot of muslim around my house so uh, like the area where i live so you have a lot of what muslim oh muslim yeah okay muslim yeah and um so so that's different mm -hmm. god but it's still a god and sometimes we just talk about it between like the difference between what they believe and what i believe or other people yeah so you have some friends that are muslim yeah and you guys would have conversations sometimes yeah one of my best friend when i was young um she put um i don't know the word but it's something that you put on your head to like cover your hair okay And she tried that on me uh, in front of my parents. She was like, yeah, I just like, we were like really young, like yeah. five or six. And she's like, yeah, I can learn you like how to do it. Like if you want to try and like, you know, just try it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I did that. And I probably have a picture somewhere of like, both <laughs> of us like this. Did you wear it very long? No. Yeah. <laughs> so you come here. Yeah. And... Your host dad is a pastor at the local church, mm -hmm. and your host mom is involved in the community and talks about Jesus a lot. And I'm pretty sure your host siblings, um, it's a very big part of their life. Yeah. So tell me about that. What was that like? So um, the first day I came here, uh, we take dinner together, and they, they pray And I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So mm. I just closed my eyes because everyone was closing their eyes. And I just don't make noise. And um, I, the good thing about my host dad is that he is a pastor. So I can ask him questions and he enjoy answering me. And um, the first time at church was interesting. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> I never been in a church that way, mm -hmm. and people start singing with their hands in the air and closing their eyes, and I was the only one sitting. 
I was like, wow, this is new and mm. it feels weird to be there because like, I understand that they believe in it, but I just don't feel the thing. Mm -hmm. But I was including in the church thing, like no, was, no one was judging me for mm -hmm. like no, not being a believer. So that was fine. Like I don't feel weird or awkward to be there. Mm -hmm. It was just different and new. Yeah. And you've continued to go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Even though it's not something that can be required of you. Why do you mm -hmm. keep going? Because, um, um, like, if we take off God for, like, a minute, it's a moment to share with other people. And um, I feel like Sunday, I see people that I don't see every other single day of the week. And I can talk with them about my week. And they ask me questions about back home and yeah I just question about my life and it's the moment that I can share with them and talk mm -hmm. so you enjoy going on yeah and then what about the God thing have you you said you've been asking questions do you feel more like huh I want to know why they believe this and what it's about is there something in you that's curious about their faith or yeah I'm very curious about it. Sometimes I don't understand everything and they make me, like I choose to watch with them uh, The Chosen. Mm -hmm. So I learn a lot about God's story because I didn't know anything about it. So it's interesting. I don't understand everything, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm still learning. Yeah. What do you find compelling about the idea of believing in God? What I find... Uh, like what's attractive about believing uh, in God? I feel the most interesting thing for me is um, when something bad happens, they don't lose hope because they truly believe that someone is there for them, even if difficult moments. And I've, I think it's amazing because they're like, okay, well, this happens, but I'm not going bad or... I'm still here because I knew, like I know that someone is there for me and yeah, things going to be better for me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I really like this part of that. Yeah. They have a hope that's different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I asked you if you'd come on here and you graciously said yes. And I know you were a little nervous about it, but yep. I, <laughs> why were you nervous about it? Uh, I was nervous about um, my English and the way I can express myself. Like if I want to say something and people doesn't understand the way I wanted to say. Um, You're doing great. Thank you. You are. <laughs> you also, before we we had this conversation, I asked if you'd fill out a little survey and let me know. Um, what are some questions or doubts you may have about Christianity or belief in general? So I'm just going to read them off and then I'll ask you about them. Mm -hmm. And so one of them that you, you said here is how can we truly be sure that a God or someone is here to help us? Yeah. I'm like most of the time I believe what I see mm -hmm. and for me it's abstract the idea of someone is there but I can't like touch it or feel 
feel it or see it. So, yeah, I just feel weird about that. Like, I understand. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't see it everywhere when I'm going. And I don't know. Yeah, it feels yeah. weird. That's hard. Yeah. I was talking to Leonie, uh, our exchange daughter, who's also been on this podcast, a little bit about that, like talking about the air we breathe, right? We can't mm-hmm. see it, but we, we function know. by it. Yeah. yeah. And as you've, I think, seen with your host family, they function by uh, the breath that they breathe of, of God, right? Yeah. Like there's this hope that they have. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it kind of is hard to wrap your mind around that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... A really great question because I think there's a lot of people who feel that way like if I can't see it how can I actually know that it's there yeah like the example of the hair is because like I know it's here because all my life they learn me that we breathe hair but for God it's never been in my life I never be raised mm-hmm. for that so that's maybe why probably yeah. but so yeah it feels yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, I um something that helps me sometimes because I tend to be more skeptical by na- by nature. And since it's November, I can share some of my personal things. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> Normally, I just let people ask questions, and then we move on to um, the people that will come on later, and they'll address these in a much more eloquent way than I can. But um. I remember hearing this, and I, it maybe even on this podcast, people have brought it up, but like, if you walk into a desert and you see a book laying there, like this beautiful book, mm-hmm. you will assume that there's an author, right? And when you look at the complexities of our DNA and you see like how intricate we've been designed, mm-hmm. which is way more detailed than any book that you could ever find, it's like, well, there's some evidence right there, but it, it's like looking at it a little differently. And it was really cool, actually. Zoe, Zoe, <laughs> um, you and Leone, you guys had some questions about science. And Brian, yeah. my husband, um, was a science teacher for 12 years. And so, like, we had some kind of a neat conversation in the car talking about some of that stuff. So, I don't know. That's something I think about sometimes. Um, like all my life, they told me that like certain things were like true that I believe it's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just new. Yeah, yeah. How can you know? Um, this next question is interesting. How can I know what to believe? Yeah, I like every time. When I make a decision, I'm like, yeah, this is what I need to do. And sometimes I'm like, how do I know? Like, maybe I do this because I think it's good, but maybe it's not. Like, how can I know? Mm-hmm. It's just because my own vision of the thing, but maybe for someone else, mm-hmm. this is not good. So how can I know, like, what to believe and how be sure that this is right or wrong? Because it's just my visions. Yeah. And so, yeah, like... I don't know, like, when someone told me, like, there is a God somewhere, I'm like, okay, but, like, why, who, where, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how I'm supposed to believe that, 
or in what way I'm supposed to believe it. Yeah. Yeah, we all have to anchor ourselves in something. Yeah. What do you feel anchored in right now? <laughs> I I don't know. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure it out yourself, which is yeah hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great question. And I think it kind of relates. Um, one of the questions on the survey is um, what podcast you currently listen to or recommend to friends. It's just kind of a, an easy question. But you said when you do, it's about self-esteem. It kind of seems like it, that might be related, right? Like that sense of identity and self. Like how do I know mm -hmm. where I stand on something? How do I know what truth is? Yeah. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think it's fair, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we can definitely have someone on here to chat about that. And then this last question is really interesting as well. How different is life when you are a Christian and then you put in parentheses or any other religions? Tell me about that question. Um. So since I'm here, my life is very different. And um, I realize that I act different by myself uh, with... Um, my host family, they don't ask me anything, but I act different for like the music that I listen. Because <laughs> before that, I never pay attention to the lyrics. Mm. And when I'm in my shower, you know, I just put my, my playlist. And when I came here, I was like, oh, but they can understand English, which in my house, no one cares because it's English and we don't pay attention. I'm like maybe these songs is like offensive mm. for them or this movie I can't like watch this movie in the living room because like if one of the kids hear that or see that it's not in equation with what they're doing so yeah I just was asking me about how like that's interesting because we we are all humans but we live differently mm -hmm. and yeah I realized that about myself I'm like yeah I, I do different thing just because like I know that they're not doing this so I'm not doing this too mm -hmm. and yeah sometimes they just oh did you see that movie and my host brother is like no because it's inappropriate I'm like <laughs> no and then I'm like oh okay, I see why. And mm. for some other movie, I don't ask the question because I'm like, yeah, no, this movie, they probably didn't <laughs> watch it. <laughs> like everything was normal for me. And now like when I like want to like listen a movie, uh, no, listen a song or watch a movie, I'm like, I think like two times before actually mm -hmm. like, playing it. So I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe not. Mm. So it's a question, I mean, I think it's a great open-ended question. I'm sure whoever comes on to discuss it may look at it from both angles. Like, what are the restrict, like, is it very restrictive to be a, a believer? Or um, is there freedom that, uh, that I don't see necessarily um, if I'm not uh, a Christian or whatever? But um, do you think most of that question for you is about the restrictions? Like, how restrictive is your life if you are 
religious? I mean, for me, it's not like, like it's not hard to like. Oh no, I can't play this. It's like okay, let's just like listen someone like something else. So mm -hmm. it's also a new opportunities to like discover new songs or new movie. Like The Chosen, for example, it was a new series that I probably never watched if I was wasn't in this family because I would wouldn't be interested by it. So it's maybe restrictive for some specific stuff, but for other, it can be like open. Mm -hmm. But in general, my family is very open-minded. Like I watched uh, some movie and Kristen let me watch it with the kids. And she was like, um, I'm just gonna watch the movie with you just to be sure. And she didn't like it, but she let me like watch it with the kids and they just like remind them okay what you're gonna see it's maybe fun in this movie but don't forget that you like have to follow god and mm. they totally understand so that was a good moment hmm. it's interesting it, it sounds like it doesn't bother you because you care about your host family yeah because yeah i mean I choose to like live in a new family and for me it's absolutely normal that I need to like adapt me to the family mm -hmm. like yeah it's just normal yeah like yeah if someone come in my house and just do some stuff that I probably offense myself I wouldn't be happy about that so I'm just acting the way I want people's acting mm -hmm. with me yeah yeah that makes sense And when you do it out of love like that, it's not so much of a sacrifice, right? No. Yeah. I um, I think that's when people talk about, oh, is it so restrictive to follow God? Uh, the reason why I don't have a problem with things that other people might consider restrictive is because of the same reason you just described. It's not a problem for you with your host family, right? No. It's not a problem for me because I love God. And I don't want to watch stuff that's going to make him uncomfortable or, yeah. or like, it's the same. It's the same. So you just gave a great answer to your own question. <laughs> um, but I want to move on to something else that you shared here, and then we'll kind of wrap up with the yeah. final question. Um, this has been great, by the way, Zoe. Um, but there's a question on here about Jesus saying that I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Um, he also said, I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And the question here is, if what Jesus said was true, would you want to know? And you uh, you marked off maybe. Tell me tell me about that. Um, so, I mean, uh, <laughs> like, I, since I don't know what to believe, it's someone, like, say to me, like, something, like, Oh, it's hard. Um, like I would maybe follow this instruction or this because that looks good to do it. Um, but in the other way, I'm like, yeah, but like maybe it's not. Like I don't know. Sometimes I like I have to experience stuff to like know. Mm -hmm. But when you don't know and you never like did some things before, 
I'm always like, okay, I want to try it, but maybe it would be a bad experience. So I, can, I never know sure. how to act. Yeah. Like in some way, I'm like, if I don't follow this or don't do this, I would regret it. But what if I try and I don't like it? Mm -hmm. Let me ask it this way. Maybe this would be a better way to ask the question. If God was real, mm -hmm. would you want to know? Yeah. Yeah. And if Jesus is who he said he was, and he died on the cross and, and rose again to save all all mankind, anyone who would come to him, uh, would you want to know? Yeah, because I would be interested by that. Yeah. Um, so my final question that I always ask people is, the Finding Something Real podcast is about a journey towards finding something real. Mm -hmm. Real is an acronym for restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. Restoration meaning... When we come to God, He restores us. He um, takes our broken pieces and He puts them together and um, makes something beautiful. Eternity in the sense that Jesus promises that He's gone to prepare a way for us, that um, there's an eternal place where we can be with God. Authenticity in the sense that we don't have to pretend that we're anything other than who we are when we come to the Lord and that He He doesn't ever leave us as we are, but he accepts us just as we are mm -hmm. with no, no pretense. And then love in the sense that when we come to God, he offers unconditional grace, unconditional love and mercy to us. And so the Finding Something Real podcast is about that restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. Things that I as a Christian and your host family too Um, believe are found in their truest form in relationship with Jesus Christ. If we're not all crazy and uh, something real can be found with Jesus, which of those things stands out to you the most in your life right now and why? Restoration, eternity, authenticity, or love? Like stands out? Yeah, like um, it's the thing that you're thinking, wow, that would be compelling if I could really find that in Jesus? Maybe the thing that's most beautiful. I think love, because I would be like, I don't know, whatever I do or I say, uh, someone like can still love me and accept me. And I like this way to think, like that you're never alone. And there's always um, someone for you. Yeah. So, like, if I'm lonely, I would believe that, yeah, I, I am not. I'm never. Yeah, I think I would say that. Yeah. It looks like you're getting a little emotional as we're talking. Do you feel like you have somebody in your life right now that's that gives that unconditional love for you? Um, Probably my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think my, my family and um, my friends, but mostly my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard, though. Like, most of our relationships here on Earth are contingent upon different things, right? Like, mm -hmm. do this and I'll love you, or if you do this, maybe I won't love you. <laughs> and that's why I think the message of Jesus is so different. 
Um, yeah, I think it's the most beautiful thing too. Anyway, uh, Zoe, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. <laughs> that was my phone, um, for sharing with me. Do you have any other final thoughts or anything that we didn't talk about that you wish we had or would like to say? I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. Thank you for Chris and Kristen. Oh, they're, they're amazing people. And I hope that it sounds like they've made um, faith beautiful in a way for you too. Like the example of your life. Yeah. So, all right. Until next time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This season, we are inviting young women to join me as they share their personal stories and ask honest questions or share objections to the Christian faith. We hope to feature a different story each month and then invite Christian guests on to share from their own journeys and experiences and maybe answer some of those questions in follow-up episodes. Friend, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is still in the restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love business. I know not everyone has experienced that, but if you're curious at all at whether there's something real to be found in Jesus, I invite you to come back next week as we continue on a journey towards finding something real in relationship with Him. Until next time.